points in the Earth system. Welcome to the Tippis Podcast. We have previously in this podcast talked about the AMOC, an ocean current system in the northern Atlantic Ocean that transports large amounts of heat from the equatorial regions to the northern hemisphere. It is the AMOC which is responsible for the relatively mild European climate. However, this AMOC ocean current system has been known to tip in the past. Now Peter and Susanne Ditlewsen from the University of Copenhagen show that the AMOC is indeed very close to tipping in our own time due to global warming. Your calculations, uh, Peter Ditlewsen, indicate that it will likely tip mid-century, that is like 30-40 years from now, and it could do so already today? Yes, this is a uh, worrisome finding from observations which contradicts the IPCC evaluation which says that the uh, a tipping is not likely to happen in the uh, 21st century. And this is based on models that are more conservative than it actually seems that the data indicates it should be. So you find that the IPCC is, is, is too conservative? In a sense, IPCC is too conservative, and that's maybe in some sense fine. But we have to realize that models, they agree on the risk of a tipping of the AMOC, but they do not agree on when it's going to happen. But now, by just looking at what is happening in the real ocean, the changes are worrisome in the sense that it looks like we can see a tipping, a bifurcation happening already at the mid-century, this century. Mm-hmm. And that bifurcation, that's what is generally called the tipping point. But And and the reason that you and Susanne Ditlewsen, who is actually your sister, yes. you did this work with your sister, uh, she's also a professor at the University of Copenhagen, the reason that you've been able to uh, create this new estimate is that you improved the theory about uh, early warning signals, which we should talk about and applied that to temperature records that have been collected for more than 150 years. And uh, we're going to talk about that, but first, maybe we should explain what is the AMOC, what is this ocean system, and what is it doing, and why is it important? So the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, which is also called the uh, conveyor belt or the uh, thermohaline circulation, is one of the largest current systems in the world. And it is driven by the buoyancy, which means that heavy water will sink to the bottom and light water will come up. And what happens is that the Atlantic Ocean, which is more salty than the, the, than the Pacific and other uh, world oceans, has cold salt water in the northern part of the ocean, which will sink to the bottom. And this drives a circulation that will bring warm surface waters, uh, transporting heat out of the tropics, Uh, moving it northwards, then circulating back along the deep water. And that is a circulation that seems to have in the past collapsed to an off state. So it can it can be in two states and, and, and models all models agree on that, that uh, there are two ways of the water being heavy, which means that it will sink to the bottom. That is it, it becomes salt or it becomes cold. 
and th- and that in- that increases the density of the water, so it sinks. Exactly, and a way of the water getting more salty is by evaporating uh, out of the surface waters. So in principle, you could have a reversed circulation where uh, tropical warm waters re- would become heavy because of salt and then sink, and and that would be a reversed uh, circulation. In reality, this is what we call an off mode, that it, it, it collapses the on mode where salty cold water sinks in the northern hemispheres. And this can happen very abruptly, and we've seen that in the past in glacial times. And this is a dramatic change of climate in the northern hemispheres of the order 10 to 15 degrees change in less than a decade. So this is definitely something that we have to worry about because it could completely change our climate system and it could also influence other tipping elements in the climate system. Could you be more specific about that? What is going to happen globally? I mean, in Northern Europe we will see a colder climate even though it's a a consequence of a warming because warm waters will not be transported as efficiently to the north. So one way of maybe illustrating this is to take a look at the American West Coast. Northern Europe is more or less at the latitudes of of the southern part of Alaska. And in the Pacific there's no thermohaline circulation, so it's much colder on that part of the Pacific uh, American uh, West Coast than it is in Europe. So we live in a part of the world that is heated by uh, the uh, Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation. Mm. And in the other end, since it transports heat out of the tropics, one would expect that we would have an even increased warming in the equatorial regions. What could that change in those regions? Well, the the problem is that the uh, tropical areas are the most vulnerable areas for climate change in global warming because it's been speculated that areas with about 3 billion people living there now a few degrees uh, increase in mean temperatures would actually make a lot of this area uninhabitable so again this might be something that hits harder in the tropics how, well, if this stops, does it stop like in a minute or in a year or in a decade or in a century? Or how, how quick would such a transition from this ocean system having one direction and then like kind of turning off? How, how, what kind of transition are we talking about here? We imagine that from both from models and from uh, paleoclimatic data that this is something that happens at the scale of uh, less than a decade. So it's about five, ten years that that we will see dramatic changes in in the climate. And this could happen like in 30 years, 40 years. What do you think about that? This is this is worrisome, and 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 as a scientist, it's of course uh, a little uh, risky to come up with a prediction like that because you can be proven wrong. But I think it's important to put these things forward and. We were also ourselves pretty surprised that this was so uh, so immediate in in our calculation. 
So the, 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 the more technical details are that there is this uh, possibility of giving an early warning. An the early... AMOC giving an early warning. Yes, the AMOC giving an early warning. So one way of putting it is that if you have a system here that's on the brink of a tipping, it is losing its resilience. That means that the, the negative feedbacks that keep the system in its stable state, they get less and less powerful, so to speak. And that means that you will have larger fluctuations. It will become a less resilient system. And this has been reported before that we've seen and are seeing increase in these early warning signals. However, what is important is to give a statistical significance to these changes and also to simply extrapolate the exact changes we see such that from those we can see when the system is going to tip. And for that we have had to develop new statistical methods and I've involved my sister who's a professor of statistics in developing quite advanced statistical tools to investigate this. Your results here, they are hinged on what you call a business as usual, climate-wise, right? I mean, your result is valid if we keep on emitting carbon dioxide and so on, just as we've done up till now, if nothing changes. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, in some sense, we are making an analysis where we are uninformed. We can say what's happened until this point. And since we are doing this as an analysis that's so generic that we make as few assumptions as possible, we can only say that this is as it has been in the past. We have time to act on this. Well, we have less and less time to react, and this result tells us that we cannot have slow change and then hope for sort of the technological miracle to happen in 50 years to change, then it is too late. To you, this result that you've that you have here indicates to you that we should stop global emissions of climate gases immediately? Yeah, this is of course completely unrealistic to do, but it just shows how immense the problem is. In contrast to early uh, environmental problems, the uh, ozone hole, the use of toxins, and all kind of problems that we have caused on our natural system here, there's not a, a one quick fix, which there has been on, on many other situations. This will be costly, and it will probably also be something that will where we'll forced to change our way of life in the uh, in the rich part of the world. Tips. The TIPIS project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under grant agreement number 820970.